Welcome to this podcast. This is a portion of enjoyment entitled, Seeing That God's Marvelous Transformations Are For God's Move in Man to Deify Man. It is inspired from the Morning Revival for today, week 1 day 2 and the Holy Word for Morning Revival on the topic of, an overview of the central burden and present truth of the Lord's recovery before His appearing. If you enjoy this portion, do not forget to share it with your friends and also leave us a comment with what you have enjoyed. The most marvelous and all-inclusive transformations of the eternal triune God in His becoming a man are God's move in man for the accomplishment of His eternal economy. Today we need to move in God's move and have God's move in our move. Amen. May the Lord have a way to shine on the facts of the Bible and televise a vision of these facts into our being so that we may gain the divine reality, the truth. May we be saved from only understanding the doctrines in the Bible and be brought into the experience and reality of the truths in the Bible. And may we be saved from any degradation and be brought back to the divine revelation in God's word regarding His eternal economy and His purpose with man. On one hand, we love all the believers in Christ, on the other hand, we do not want to remain or be brought back to the degradation in Christianity today. We want to hold to the truth in love, allowing the truth to uplift our experience of Christ. We do not want to sacrifice the truth for the sake of being accepted by others or for the sake of the increase, we hold to the truth and let the truth operate in us to uplift our experience of Christ. If we think that the truth of deification is too high to be received by the new believers, this means that we ourselves need to be constituted with the truth until we can speak it in a proper way to bring others into this reality. God created man in his image and according to his likeness, and man is a vessel to contain God. God wants to fill man with his life and be expressed through man in a corporate way. This is the organic body of Christ for the corporate expression of the triune God. All those who believe into the Lord Jesus are regenerated by Him with His life, and they are children of God, born of God with His life and nature. All believers in Christ are in the process of being deified, they are regenerated by God with His life and nature, and they are in the process of becoming the same as God. This means that there's an organic process going on in all of us to make us the same as God in life, nature, expression, and function, and of course, not in His Godhead. For this, he went through a process and made it all possible for us to receive God, contact God, and enjoy God. For this, we also go through a process that culminates with us being glorified to become the new Jerusalem, the glorious expression of the triumph God for eternity. Hallelujah! The most marvelous and all-inclusive transformations of the eternal and triumph God in his becoming a man are God's move in man to accomplish his eternal economy. The Bible reveals the most marvelous, excellent, mysterious, and all-inclusive transformations of the eternal and triumph God. These are God's move in man for the accomplishment of His eternal economy, John 1 14, 29, 3 14, 12 24, Acts 13 33, 1 Pet. 1 3, 1 Cor. 15 colon 45b, Acts 2 36, 5 31, Hebrews 4 14, 9 15, 7 22, 8-2. In the Old Testament we mostly see God's move with men and among men, and in the New Testament we see God's move in man for the direct accomplishment of His eternal economy. When we speak of the transformations of the triune God we mean the processes the triune God went through. God went through the processes of incarnation, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension, and His ascension, Christ was exalted by God to be the leader and the Savior. He's the highest leader in this universe, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the ruler over the kings of the earth, and He's our Savior at the same time. God rules sovereignly over the earth with His authority so that the environment might be fit for God's chosen people to receive His salvation. Though we struggle with the Lord, He has a way to bring us to salvation and to cause us to receive His much more salvation. 
These transformations of the triune God are the processes through which he passed in his becoming a God-man, bringing divinity into humanity and mingling divinity with humanity as a prototype for the mass reproduction of the many God-men, John 1 14, 12 24, Colossians 2 9. Christ became the embodiment of the triune God, bringing God into man and making God contactable, touchable, receivable, experienceable, and enjoyable. Our God today is no longer only in the heavens, on the throne, He can be contacted, touched, received, experienced, entered, and enjoyed, because Christ made Him real to us. In Hosea 11:4, God speaks of these transformations by saying, I drew them with cords of a man, with bands of love. The phrase with cords of a man, with bands of love indicates that God loves us with His divine love not on the level of divinity but on the level of humanity. On one hand, God's love is divine, but on the other hand, this divine love reaches us in the cords of a man, that is, through Christ's humanity. God loves us, and His love reached us through Christ's humanity. The cords, the transformations, the processes, through which God draws us include Christ's incarnation, human living, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension, Jeremiah 31 3, John 3 14, 16, 6 12 32, Romans 5 5, 8, 1 John 4 8-10, 16, 19. It is by all these steps of Christ and His humanity that God's love and His salvation reaches us. How we thank Him that His love has reached us. Day by day we need to ask Him to reach us and draw us with His love. Apart from Christ, God's everlasting love, His unchanging, subduing love, could not be prevailing in relation to us. God's unchanging love is prevailing because it is a love in Christ, with Christ, by Christ, and for Christ. We may have failures and mistakes, but in spite of all these, God's love is always victorious. Love survives everything and holds its place forever. Only love is characteristic of a mature man and will last for eternity. See Romans 8 35-39, 1 Corinthians 13 8-11, Jeremiah 31 3. God loved us so much that, even from ancient times, from the days of eternity, the triune God was preparing to come forth out of eternity into time, to come with His divinity into humanity by being born in Bethlehem as a man, Micah 5 2. His goings forth are from ancient times, from the days of eternity. God is going forth, He was going forth, He is going forth, and He will be going forth. He went forth in incarnation, human living, crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. He went forth and came into our being as the Spirit. Now He is going forth in our soul. And from us, He is going forth into many others so that He may enter into them and continue the move of God in man. All this is for the fulfillment of His eternal purpose, which is to deify man and make man the same as He is. The purpose of the Incarnation was to bring God into man and to make God man so that man may become God in his life and in his nature but not in his Godhead. Amen. He is the unique God for people to worship in His Godhead, but we are only God in life and in nature, not in the Godhead. This is why God went through transformations, the processes that the Lord Jesus went through, the goings forth from eternity, to bring God into man and bring man into God so that man would be deified and be His corporate expression on earth. This is truly amazing and marvelous. Praise you, Lord, for your marvelous, excellent, mysterious, and all-inclusive transformations. Hallelujah, the eternal and triumphant God became a man, lived a perfect human life, died on the cross, was resurrected and ascended, and He is now the Lord of all. Thank you, Lord, for coming to be a man, thank you for mingling God with man and man with God so that you may be the first God-man. Praise the Lord, now God can be contacted, touched, received, experienced, entered, and enjoyed by us. Thank you, Lord, for drawing us with the cords of a man, with bands of love. 
Thank you for reaching us with your divine love through the humanity of Christ. We love you, Lord, and we open to you. You have reached us in your love and now we have your salvation. Oh, what a love is this. In spite of our failures and mistakes, your love is prevailing. Thank you, Lord, your love drew us, and now we are children of God in the process of being made the same as God in life and in nature but not in the Godhead. We move in God's move and God moves in our move for us to be deified. Most Christians know that God moved in man, and they are drawn by God with his cords of a man, with his bands of love, for they see the transformations of the triune God and open to him in love to repent and receive him. However, why did God go through so many processes, also called transformations, and how can we partake or benefit of this? Through these processes, God moves in man. God's move is in man and through man in order to deify man, making man God in life, in nature, in function, and in expression, but not, of course, in the Godhead. Wow! This is God's intention and plan from the very beginning. He wants to dispense himself into man as his life and everything so that man would be regenerated, renewed, sanctified, transformed, and glorified to be part of God's corporate and glorious expression. Because the Spirit the Holy has been dispensed into our spirit, we in the Spirit are one spirit, Romans 8 16, 1 Corinthians 6 17, and our spirit is now a Holy Spirit, 2 Corinthians 6 6. Athanasius, one of the early church fathers, said concerning Christ, He was made man that we might be made God. He also said, the word was made flesh, that we, partaking of his spirit, might be deified. This is how and why God moves on earth. He is not merely doing outward acts to display his greatness but he moves in man, and his move in man is to deify man. In the Gospels, God moved in one man, Jesus Christ. He moved through his incarnation, human living, death, resurrection, ascension, and dissension. Now Christ as the unique God-man has been reproduced and expanded to be many thousands of persons, Acts 2.41, who are his continuation and reproduction on earth. In the book of Acts, we see that man moves in God's move. God and man move together, for God moves in man's move and man's move is actually God's move. Those around the apostles and the disciples were not sure what was going on, for they saw these human beings, Peter, John, etc., who had something mysterious about them, the move of God and man. They knew the disciples to be Galilean fishermen, but with them there was something divine, 4.13, 16, for when they moved, God moved. We believers in Christ today are a mystery, for we move in God's move and God moves in our move. The people around us in the world know us as human beings, but they don't realize that we have something of God in us. We have a regenerated human spirit, and when we're in our spirit, we are moving in God's move and He moves in our move. We are not just one with the spirit but even more, we in the spirit are one. We are not just one with him, him and us are one. We see this in Acts 16 with Paul and his co-workers, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to turn to the left in Asia, and they were not allowed by the Spirit of Jesus to go to the right in Bithynia, Acts 16 6-7. Therefore, they could only but go straight, and they moved in God's move while God moved in their move, they brought the gospel to the Macedonians, v. 10. God and man moved together, God moved in man's move and man moved in God's move. Today we are part of God's move in man, and we should not do anything apart from the Spirit. We may be in a certain situation and we need to take care of certain matters, we need to do all things in the Spirit and by the Spirit. In our married life, we should speak when we're sure we have the move of the Spirit in our speaking. We may want to say something to our spouse, but before we do it, we need to wait for a period of time until we're assured that the Lord wants to speak it. As believers in Christ, we don't live in and by ourselves, rather, God lives in us, and our move is His move in us. We need to realize that God moves in our move and we should move in God's move. 
when we're one with the Lord in our movement He moves in us while we move in Him, we are kept in the body of Christ in a living condition. But when we do things without the move of the Lord in our move, we bring in death into the church. One of the last verses in the Bible says, The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Revelation 22:17. It is not the Spirit speaking and the Bride is one with the Spirit, it is the Spirit and the Bride speaking together. We need to speak not just one with the Lord but we and the Lord should speak together. This move of God in man and man's move in God's move is for the deification of man, for our living and moving in God's move will cause us to be inwardly reconstituted with God, depending on God, and fully the same as He is in life, nature, expression, and function, but not in the Godhead. As God-men, we should not take any action, face any situation, or meet any need apart from the all-inclusive Spirit. The way we must take today is the way of moving in the move of the Spirit and having the Spirit moving in our move, Rev. 22 17a, Romans 8 4, Galatians 5 25, Romans 1 9, Phil. 3 3, cf. Ezekiel 1 15 21. This is what we see in the book of Acts man moved in God's move and God moved in man's move, to the extent that the apostles became the acting God, that is, God in function. Acts 16 6 10. Lord Jesus, we want to be one with you in spirit today. We want to speak and do everything in God and with God. Move in us today. We are one with you in your move. When you move, we move, and when you speak, we speak. Move in us to deify us, to make us God in life, nature, function, and expression but not in the Godhead. Praise the Lord, we are one spirit with the Lord, for the spirit is joined with our spirit as one spirit. Amen, Lord, we do not want to take any action apart from the spirit. We don't want to face any situation apart from being one with you. We cannot meet any need apart from the all-inclusive spirit. We want to take the way of moving in the move of the Spirit and having the Spirit moving in our move. May we in the Spirit be so one that we do things as one, speak things as one, and act as one.